Welcome back to your tech report. We are back on your tech report and exciting news this week from a company that we have spoken to not only in the past, but a couple times. And that company is Acer. So I'm welcoming our next guest, who is Eric Ackerson, Senior Product uh, Marketing and Brand Manager for the company. Welcome back to your tech report. Thank you for being with us. Hey, so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Eric, we were joking off the air that we last time we spoke, we were talking about grads and dads and Father's Day and stuff like that. And now uh, kids are going back to school in the next couple of weeks, if not already in some places. Um, and you guys had some really cool announcements earlier this week. You want to walk us through them? Yeah, absolutely. It was a really exciting time for us to be able to, uh, at a very high level, talk about two things. Um, The introduction of a brand new product in our Vero line of products. And these are uh, products that are focused on sustainability and green and being good for the environment, which dovetails in with the other announcement, which is the uh, big effort Acer has been making over the last several years onto our Earthian sustainability mission. And this was all part of our Acer Green Day effort uh, and and event. So I'll start off with the product. um, Please. Because frankly, I I think more people are probably interested in that, although the other is very important. So we announced two new Chromebooks and they're pretty much the same with uh, an exception of which channel uh, or type of user they're going for. So the Acer Chromebook Vero 514. This is um, our first Chromebook in this Vero family of products. Again, focusing on sustainability, uh, using recycled materials and recycled packaging. um, And there's a lot of details we can dive in on that. Uh, At the high level, we're looking at 12th generation Intel core processors and configurations vary around the world, but we do have a very unique uh, version coming to the United States I'll get to in a little bit. On top of that 12th generation Intel Core processors, this Vero Chromebook has a 14 inch full HD display. There are touch and non-touch options. Color accuracy is really good at 100% sRGB. Panel option up to 300 nits brightness, so really good use case uh, out and about. It's also a very durable device with MIL standard 810H certification. We've been doing this on our Chromebooks for quite a while now, regardless of the user. Um, Education, definitely you want the product to be more robust and durable, and uh, we do even more on those products, but the MIL standard uh, certification really helps against any kind of accidental spills, vibrations, heat, um, dust that might accumulate from using it in various places. So it's a, and, and certainly shock from drops if it falls off the edge of the table kind of thing. So that's kind of the high level on that product. And then the other version I mentioned, it's, it tackles a different user base, um, is the Acer Chromebook Enterprise Vero 514. So essentially the same product, but it's going to be spec'd a little bit higher typically with uh, higher performance processors, although configurations are widely available across the range. But it also comes with the full unlocked Chrome Enterprise OS. And so this gives really great con- security and control um, in a large environment to manage devices, keep things secure, to set up and deploy from a remote location, to make it really easy for a big business to hand these out to their employees and uh, or onboard employees and get it up and running right away. 
Eric, I gotta interject here because we, uh, after we spoke last time, uh, towards the end of obviously or the beginning of the summer, um, we had got a lot of feedback on our conversation from our audience talking about Chromebooks, and one of the things, one of the takeaways that I, I got from that was that you guys have single-handedly, and and really only Acer was mentioned, have helped redefine this category, and it seems that people are very aware of the fact that Chromebooks are not what they were perceived to be probably about four or five years ago, which is these low powered kind of really cheap, cheaply made machines. And they've really kind of come into their own. Are you feeling that same kind of feedback from your user base that I, I've heard you know, firsthand? Yeah, I, I think that's a really good point that you bring up. I'm glad that uh, your audience is commenting on that. It's definitely something that we are aware of and in fact have made an effort to uh, really showcase and to differentiate our lineup from others. When, I wouldn't say right at first, but kind of early on in the, the Chromebook uh, experience, a lot of people had bad reminders or a taste in their mouth from uh, a Windows product called Netbooks, or I said yes. and they, that were, you know, they served a purpose, but they were a little uh, underperforming because they were mostly about price. So people were a little afraid of Chromebooks. They're new, don't know what to expect, and they certainly did come in at a aggressive price points. And so uh, the experience proved to be great, much better than people anticipated. The use case uh, was fantastic for a wide range of users, the simplicity and the security of using it. So then Acer decided to kind of take a stand as the industry, regardless of product segment or user segment, often drives costs down. Hey, okay. if we make it a lower price, we can sell more. Often true. But Acer decided this is a, a new and exciting segment. Let's see what more we can do rather than just immediately go to the lowest common denominator. So we started playing with materials to make it a more premium product, to make it more durable. I mentioned our uh, mill standard certification for the products. Uh, changing hinges inside. It's a, This is kind of a boring thing for most users. You don't see it. It's hidden inside the panel. But making the brackets that hold that, that display to the rest of the body of the, the Chromebook more durable. So when kids pick it up at a weird corner of, with the screen open, it doesn't crack the screen. Um, anyway, overall, making it a more premium product, enhancing uh, from a performance standpoint, from a ID and desirability standpoint, making it a, a uplifted product. Um, and frankly, uh, this Vero effort kind of comes from that. I mean, it, it ties into our overall corporate strategy of being more green and, and trying to be better for the world. But we're taking this to Chromebooks now as well, because we think people don't just want what's affordable, they want what's good. And I think, I think you know what, you're going to see a similar reaction to this Vero line because people when they hear sustainable and they hear different use of products without even really digging in or, ha or listening to the rest of this conversation I think the perception is that the quality is going to be cheaper but I've had lots of hands-on time with these machines and that's not true on the on the contrary it's quite the opposite and it makes it makes small things even better things like repairability you know things like using Phillips screws and just using materials and this and this is a conversation that we've had on our show I mean I remember talking to Mercedes-Benz three years ago and they were talking about recycling you know excess wear in 
into 3D plastics that they're printing for vehicles. So just eco-conscious does not necessarily mean that you're cheapening a product. On the contrary, you're just making sure that you're doing your part for the environment. And I think consumers can can learn a bit from that and should learn a bit from that by buying the product, obviously. Yeah, that's a really good observation. The uh, chassis of the Acer Chromebook Vero 514 is made with uh, PCR, post-consumer recycled plastic. 30% of that fits into the overall body and the bezel around the screen. The keycaps are 50%, 5-0. Uh, same for the speakers. We've also integrated um, ocean-bound plastic, so plastic that's pulled out of the ocean. You know, it's yeah. just garbage floating out there, and it's it's taken and reused. We've integrated that into the fan housing inside the chassis to uh, help with the airflow, as well as on the touchpad of the Chromebook. But uh, and it's hard to it's hard to quantify just by talking about it or seeing a picture. But that chassis is actually quite durable. It has oh, yeah. a very solid feel to it. It has a nice texture to it. There are um, little color specks inside of it that look really good. Um, and it overall makes it a, a very robust and durable product, as well as being good for the environment. And as you pointed out, uh, standard Phillips head screws to be able to get inside and, and add memory uh, or upgrade memory and components to make this system last longer. Same thing for storage. You can upgrade that. So uh, you buy a device now. It's not designed to be obsolete in just, just a couple of years. We want this to last so there's less waste. And I, you know what? I, I, I know that enterprise and schools and, and and faculty are loving it because they're able to invest and not just, you know, see a product that, oh, no, we're going to have to basically toss this out or recycle this in three years from now. They can do those upgrades. And they so they see a much longer return on their investment, which I think is a big deal. Yeah, that's also a very good point. I mean, I love talking to you because you get it. And, and now your audience will as well. Um, and there's really not that much difference from how the uh, schools think and how uh, commercial uh, businesses think about these yeah. products. They really are trying to get the most out of these, but they also want to make it easy to deploy and easy to manage. When they when they make a commitment to, uh, let me let me back up a little bit. When they buy into a product, it's a commitment because yeah. it's it needs to be consistent across their school, school district, uh, business, their office, the, the whole, all the locations in their business, because they need to be able to make sure that their IT team can support it. And having one item that you know how to fix does that. And because these are upgradable and repairable, it really just makes it a better purchase for them. Uh, and then I know I've worked with businesses in the past that would want to buy items in bulk, of course, because they're replacing systems at a lot of time, uh, multiple times, lots of new employees coming in, they're going to hand them out. And they ask, can we just buy these in a bulk design where they're just slid into little foam trays and you don't have to have all these boxes and stuff because they yeah. feel bad about wasting. Well, yeah. the good news is with the Vera line of products, the packaging has already been recycled. And so we're using recycled materials. Um, and it's very easy to recycle these materials again. And that comes down to every small detail in the packaging, the paper for the box, the plastics that are often used to, um, to cover the bag or, or little, little sheets that go between the screen and the keyboard when you open it up so that during transit, it didn't kind of scratch the screen or do anything like that. All of this is either reduced to the most minimal amount we can have or already recycled materials that are also 
recyclable again. And that, and that has a trickle down effect. It only has not only on school boards and companies, but I mean, you think about municipalities that are picking up garbage and recycling. I mean, there is a major trickle down effect. And because your products are available worldwide or you know will be um, that, you know, it really does have a major impact, which leads us obviously not very naturally to talk about the kind of whole sustainability initiative and, and, and Green Day itself when it comes to Acer's Green Day. So how does the Vero lineup contribute to that? Is the small portion of your guys' initiatives or is there a bigger portion? I know there's a lot that, you know, a lot of tech speak that I'm sure people won't even care about, but I know behind the scenes and I know when it comes to manufacturing suppliers and everything, there are standards that you hold people to. And while the average consumer probably doesn't doesn't care about it, um, they still are touched by it, whether they realize it or not. I would say Vero is a very small part of it, but also a big part of it. it and let me explain. Okay. It's, it's small in the overall scale, but it's big because it's really the first visible part of our effort. Going back to 2008, Acer has been working very hard behind the scenes where we, we're not trying to get credit. We're not out there telling people about this since 2008, um, but we've been working with our suppliers, our supply chain, uh, working with our designers and, and material teams uh, on everything. What can we do to be a better corporate citizen of, of this wonderful world? What can we do to reduce the waste? Um, an example would be some of our premium products use, like the Swift line have from time to time, depending on the design, use something called micro arc oxidation. Um, one of the advantages of this is it's it's sort of a ceramic um, powder that is uh, electrified and bonds with the aluminum of the chassis. It reduces chemicals that would otherwise be used to do this. Um, it also reduces the use of paint, which creates uh, waste and, and aerosol that are damaging for the, the environment. So going very far back, we've been doing this. And it's not just inside Acer, it's we hold our suppliers accountable and we have them measure what they're doing and how they run their production lines. And when they ship products to us that they're packed in recyclable materials and so on and so forth. It, it It's a very deep, long lasting effort, but nobody's seen it until we start talking about this Vero product. So this is gonna be kind of off topic, but not off topic, it's more about, you know, you guys have a a, law, a wide range of products, whether it's Predator Gaming and you just, I mean, the list goes on and on. Are there products that you guys have put similar efforts into, but not necessarily been as vocal about it because of that perception? And I'll give the example of, you know, an incredible high-end gaming, gaming, you know, computer that someone might say, oh, well, it's made of sustainable materials. I don't want that. All because of perception. It's not true. We know it's not true. They even know it's not true. But sometimes, you know, on a marketing side of things or PR things, it's better, you know, let's let's not tell them. It's great. We've done our job, but let's not tell them because they may not want to buy it. Yeah, th that's a good point that, yes, there is um, some crossover with other product lines. You mentioned the, the gaming segment, and definitely there are materials in use, processes in use. Um, packaging is probably the greatest example that we've, for yeah. a number of years now, changed our packaging to use more uh, green or eco-friendly materials. Um, but yeah, there are components inside that are PCR because it's the right thing to do. Um, and also we can improve our scale, which means that we can, uh, besides, you know, doing a better job uh, with sustainability, get these components that are used at a better price to help 
keep costs down to make products uh, uh, overall better, a better solution for consumers. But you're right, the, the messaging is a little bit different. Um, and it's it's also a little perhaps challenging and, and maybe contradictory to go into a gaming device, for instance, that has a high power draw yeah. because of CPU and GPU and fans and, and all these things, and then say, look, this is an eco product because our keys are X percent post-consumer recycled. Yeah. But yeah, but power use is up 30% compared to a standard laptop. So got to balance it, I guess, right? Got to balance it. Yeah. Yeah. I can also imagine people who go out and it's almost like you want to, you want them to come by it and then afterwards say, you know, that really powerful predator machine you got there. Yeah. Well, that, that's made with like 50%, you could be, you know, eco-friendly material, et cetera, et cetera. And then at that point they're like, Oh, well, I guess we've done good for the environment. But uh, I mean, the initiative is, is phenomenal. Um, any other announcements that came out of uh, the event this week that you want to share with us before we uh, let you go and talk about where we can get the products? Well, I, I just want to circle back to that uh, previous question real quick and, and just mention that this is such an important effort for Acer and for all of our partners that um, we will see this expand to other lines. There won't necessarily be a Predator Vero, for instance, <laughs> but there, there will be more trickle down of this effort to how we design products, how we build them, how our partners um, assemble and ship and package all, everything all together. Um, as far as other announcements, I think there's just more that has been said about this overall effort, what Acer calls Earthion as our, as our effort to this, um, which incorporates a couple of things. It's not just the product. It's not just the manufacturing or the materials used it's it's about the whole supply chain it's about how they what technologies are they using to assemble these products to ship these products where can we see savings in um, waste where can we improve the overall process and acer has a goal of 100 percent renewable energy use by 2035 and a number of our offices around the world are already using uh, renewable energy with solar panel or, or other options. So some of those smaller offices are already 100% renewable right now. So we're thinking big picture, we're thinking long term, and we're really working hard to uh, do our part to, to save the world. If I could stick some words into your mouth and you could tell me if I'm wrong, but I think really it comes down to an overall mindset. It's really about, it's a mindset throughout the organization that, um, you know, we're going to be hitting this target and it's better for everybody involved. It's not only about selling products at the end of the day, it's about making sure that we all, we all do our part to make sure that we help this, uh, this planet that we've managed to destroy so well over the past uh, <laughs> decades or so. Uh, you say it better than I do almost every time we talk. Eric uh, Ackerson, Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to join us. Congratulations on the announcements. When are we going to see these Vero products um, available to people? I know in the U.S. it's October price, uh, time frame. Right. So the Acer Vero Chromebook, we're looking at October on shelf online, um, exclusive at Best Buy, bestbuy.com and Acer.com. Eric, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Can't wait to talk to you again. Hopefully it's not like when school's over again. We'll have to talk to you sooner because I'm sure there's some more stuff in the pipeline. But I really appreciate your time and congratulations to you and everybody at Acer for doing such a great job for, for our future. Thank you so much. It is your tech report. We're going to wrap that up. Thank you guys for joining us this week. We'll chat with you again next week here on your tech report. You've been tuned in to your tech report. Join us again next week for another edition and be sure to follow your tech report online. Email us contact 
at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at yourtechreport. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, undercurrent podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.